Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, hello, moms, dads, parents, guardians. Today, my guest is Sarah Maynard. Sarah is the founder and CEO of The Start Effect, a digital presence educational consulting company that teaches how to navigate the digital world and manage an online presence in a safe, healthy, and beneficial way. Sarah is also a passionate storyteller and a lifelong learner. She has worked with kids for almost 20 years, and she is a children's book writer and illustrator and digital marketing communications strategist. So without any further ado, here is Sarah Maynard. Sarah, welcome to the Fiercely Parody Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's good to have you here, uh, particularly to talk to us. We, we live in a digital world, and, and uh, I know parents... All parents have to struggle with the digital world in regards to their Mm -hmm. kids. Glad to have you here. But first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I am a mom to four kids uh, who are 14, 12, 10, and 8. They're all just about to age up a year. Um, All of my kids' birthdays are within three weeks of each other. So that's a fun and exciting time. (laughs) It's always, and it's right around the beginning of the school year, too. So it's always like, there's a wild space. but I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and I have always kind of been really fascinated by how we talk to each other and how we communicate and how we share stories. And um, and the the internet and digitally is just really the newest way that we do that. So it's kind of how I've I've pulled in little bits of all the things I've done over the years to to get to this point. And I'm kind of really loving where I'm at. Well, I tell you, I won't ask you about any stories about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I, I live in Texas, so we'll we'll off that. that. That'll be one thing that we 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 won't discuss. <laughs> That's probably best. <laughs> but uh, you know, one thing that I know my parents want to know, and a lot of people ask, is how in the world do I keep my kids safe online? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the number one question that I get all the time, because it's always changing. So it's, it's continuously just really difficult to know where to, you know, where to put where to steer your kid, how to help them. And what I always say is the best thing to do is start with that foundation, start with a foundation of communication, where they feel comfortable coming to you when there is a problem. So start talking about the stuff that doesn't that, you know, we as parents may be like, okay, I don't understand what you're talking about, but sit and listen and let them tell you about the four hour Minecraft thing they were on and 
<laughs> and and let them just let them teach you a little bit about it so that when they when they do have a problem, then they know exactly where they can come and they don't have to second guess it. Because I hear a lot of from teens specifically saying like, oh, well, my parents have no idea what I'm talking about. Like they, they don't even, you know, they have no idea what apps I'm on. They don't know any of this. So the first thing is really just getting that line of communication open and moving. Um, and then there are, there are options, especially when you're thinking about your younger kids to give them those like guidelines to stick mm-hmm. between. Um, so Google family has some iCloud family sharing has a lot of options where you can restrict screen time. You can restrict access to websites and to apps, um, which is something I really recommend while you're teaching your kids how to use the space, because just like anything else, even though they're called digital natives and it seems like they should intuitively know and understand they don't, they, I mean, their frontal cortex isn't all there. They're going to make impulse decisions and (laughs) yeah, just you know, go off. So if we can kind of give them just a safer space to start from and start to work on and build from there, that's a really great place to start. Um, and then go ahead. Oh, no, because I was about to say, isn't it kind of dangerous for uh, parents to not be involved? Because I heard you say, you know, the T said my parents have no idea about the apps mm-hmm. or anything like that. That's a very, very dangerous thing because there's a, a, a lot of negativity out there so far as apps, predators, mm-hmm. uh, from a law enforcement background, having been a, been, been a cop here in the state of Texas, that there are predators out there and, and that there are those that would take advantage of your, your children. So all that to say, parents cannot not be mm-hmm. actively and proactively involved when it comes to their kids online. Now, am I wrong on that? Oh, no, that's 100% right. Yeah. And I think I hear that a lot that it's like, well, it's just, a, I mean, we have it and we do it. And when it's not a problem, it's it's not something that people are putting enough time into and into talking about and discussing um, because there's not a problem. But then when there is a problem, it's a big problem. Yes, because they, even even like YouTube, there are, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to put down YouTube or be negative about it, but there are videos on there that your 7, 8, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12, or even teenagers should not be viewing, much less sharing with others. And, and I work in a boys' ministry, and boys who have stuff on their phones, they want to share it with other people. It, 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 so parents and kids, you mm-hmm. got to know what your kids are tapping into, particularly with uh, uh, some of these, some of these videos. Oh, they yeah. might not fall in line with the values and morals that you're trying to teach your child. Exactly. Yeah. There are some really great monitoring, monitoring services that you can um, pay for that you can put on your kids' devices that, I mean, all, there are a lot of them and they work differently between Android and iOS devices. So you kind of have to look at, what it is you need. Um, but that is a really helpful starting place to, to even catch things, uh, you know, sooner than finding out about them two months later when their, your kid's been watching this stuff for a while and not helpful. Um, cause you're right. They are going to find it and either someone's going to show it to them or it's just going to pop up as they're scrolling through stuff. Um, and so these monitoring softwares can be really helpful 
to, to bring that to your attention as a parent so that you can address it as soon as possible. I love what you said there, that it's going to show up, okay? Mm-hmm. Either they're going to come across it or as, uh, you know, agor- algorithms and various different things are always putting stuff up for you to see, trying to get you to click on this, go here. So they're, they're going to come across it. So, again, moms, dads, parents, guardians, you you've got to be proactive and it would not hurt to have a monitoring service on there to notify you in, yep. in case uh, <laughs> your child is tapping into something that they have no business tapping into. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So when should we start to let kids start to use social media? I, I know <laughs> but when should it start? Yeah, so social media is a big thing. Um, one thing that uh, parents of younger kids, kids younger than 13, um, I love to tell them that if they're looking for a really good reason, if their kid's like, well, why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I? Which we know they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Johnny's doing it. Sally's doing it. You know Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That it's actually illegal for them to be on them until they are 13. Um, that's why all of the social media sites have that age cap at 13, because it's illegal to be collecting information about people younger than that. So until they're 13, the parents can just say, Oh, sorry, it's illegal. You can't do it. And it really takes the pressure off the parent. Wow. Like then somebody else has taken it and the kid can just be like, Oh, my parents are following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and Right. And it does help a little bit with that, with that friction. Um, so then once they are 13, I really just um, want to promote involving them in that conversation, asking them, why do you want to be on there in the first place? What is it about this particular social media app that you find beneficial? I mean, and maybe it is that that's where all of your friends are and you want to talk to them. And that's a perfectly valid reason because that's where their communities are. But then you can help them set up their profile so they're only following their friends. They're only interacting with friends. Um, you know, they can, depending on what prof- what um, platform it is, there are options for public or private profiles. And, and you can set up some things there to make it easy for them to interact with who they want to interact with and still keep out those people we're not ready to interact with yet. Or ever, in some cases. <laughs> or ever. I like that. <laughs> so uh, another thing I want to talk to you about is, you know, parents have different uh, punishments or, you know, consequences, negative consequences for uh, bad behavior or poor decision making. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that includes uh, uh, temporary banning digital devices uh, and some parents may just all in all to say, Hey, no digital devices whatsoever. But uh, you, you say that a, a bad old digital devices is, is not the answer when your kid messes up. Now, now, why is that? So if we think about how these kids live online, that live their lives right now, so much of their social life, is that online space. So much of who they are, they put into this online space. 
And so if something comes up and they, you know, they mess up in the space, they make a really big mistake and you take that, what there's so many different things that you're telling them right away. And we're not teaching them how to fix, to work towards fixing that mistake and to not make that mistake again in the future, because they're going to have access forever. The internet's not going away. So the best thing for us to do is to teach them how to, you know, this, now we have to pare back your parameters. We have to go back. We're going to be putting some more restrictions on you and, and have that conversation with them, have them understand, you know what? Yep. I did this. I obviously need some help in this area. Mm -hmm. Um, And so maybe that is, is, you know, going back to having more um, just time restrictions. So maybe it's, you can only use it for these three hours a day. Maybe it's, you can only use it while you're sitting in the kitchen with me, maybe, you know, so that they still have access to it and they don't feel like, because if you, you're not just taking their device away, you're taking their social network away, which is, which if you think about that as a team to be told, like, yes, I mean, there are definitely instances when like a grounding situation. And when we think of like, that's it, you're off, like cold turkey, absolutely nothing, sit in your room with a book. Like, (laughs) and there are definitely instances in which that is totally valid. (laughs) Right, right. But well, what you're saying is is uh, to to keep the, uh, the 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 punishment or the consequences appropriate to what they do, and, and if and sometimes yeah, it is it is to say hey, you know what we you taking up way too much time on social media. We got to limit that down. So I tell you what, until you can get this over here, right. better organized and better structured, uh, while. I'm making dinner in that two-hour period or whatever that is there in the evening. Mm-hmm. That's your time right there. Get on there, knock yourself out. Uh, yep. but, but that's that's it. And if you want more time, then you need to follow the rules. Yeah. And I think it also teaches them some really great skills that even us as adults sometimes have a problem with in mm-hmm. in balancing our screen time. And yes. And so you're, you're not only teaching them like, okay, you know, yes, there are mistakes that I need to work on and I need to fix, but also your life is going to be okay. If you're only on Snapchat for 20 minutes a day, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. (laughs) But they still have that opportunity to check in, to touch base because it is such a big part of, of the lifestyle for these younger generations. Well, mom and dad, uh, Sarah's giving you a lot of good information, and, and she has other good information on her website. Uh, Sarah, tell my audience where they can find you out there. Yeah, you can find me on my website, which is www.thestarteffect.com. And I'm also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Start Effect. Mom and dads, I'm going to make sure, as always, that I put links to Sarah in the podcast description. As always, I'm preaching to y'all. Check out the podcast description. You can go there, click, and it'll take you right to Sarah. And we're also asking that y'all subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe, more people find out about this podcast and we want to help as many people as possible become the best version of themselves as parents and guardians. So make sure 
that you subscribe to this podcast. Well, that's all that we have for this particular episode. We're going to have Sarah back again. So until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.